Welcome back to Standby Line, the only podcast where both hosts are in the middle of upgrading their equipment. <laughs> That's clever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, AJ's yeah. got to get a new mic and, I gotta, and, and I'm getting a new PC. Mm-hmm. It's the new year. Time for new tech, I suppose. And hey, this is our first real episode. Yeah, I apologize again for, for last week, but, you know, sometimes things just get just get just get away from you and you just got to got to get something out there. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. And I mean, hey, it's just another subtle back plug for the uh, <laughs> yeah. for the uh, Patreon. I mean, if you've ever pulled so. an all nighter to put out a paper, you knew you were going to get a C, C on. You, you, you know how we felt. Hey, I have done that. I do that more often than I should. Anyways, this isn't confessional. <laughs> That's different. All right, so for begin, thank you to our VAP patrons, the Crystal Conman, Merz Lustig, and Darian Smart. And uh, really thank you to every patron this month because uh, your Patreon money directly w- went into buying AJ a new mic. Yeah, I. Uh, it was so... It wasn't giving me any issues, and then I go to pack it in my suitcase, because I'm back on campus, for the listeners. I moved back to campus before we recorded this episode. And as I went to go put it down in my bags, it just, the, the stand just kind of broke in half. Like, it broke into multiple parts. I've put it back together where it'll stand on the stand for now, but like, I have to baby it, or it will fall apart in my yeah. hands again. And I can't exactly be holding the mic in my hand because then you're going to hear every single time. I no, then it. then my editing will be a nightmare, and I and I would actually actually li- uh, lose it. Yeah, and as funny as it would be to make Tim have a psychotic breakdown, not great for the productivity yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> and uh, as we were saying, thank you to the Patreons, but thank you to everybody else, all of our other listeners, you, the the, the viewers at home, and whatnot. Uh, for sharing the podcast uh and apparently there are a lot of you in germany according to our statistics so shout out to all the germans (laughs) listening to this i guess you make up our second biggest demographic uh which leads into the terrifying prospect that we are the david hasselhoff of yeah that was a uh sobering revelation when when i was at work yeah don't know how i'll how i'll adjust to life with that um but hey I'm getting paid to so do you, this. You know, so you know, you know, you know what? In that case, we, we, we'll we'll be the the, the David Hasselhoff podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, the the money's okay. The money exists. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be complaining for more money from the German audience. I mean, hey, da- David Hasselhoff probably made bank off of the fact that he was. Oh, absolutely, in yeah. Let's be real. It's not like I've looked at the guy's tax. So actually, you you, you know what? Uh, step up your game, your game, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> new patreon poll if we get enough uh, if we get enough money from the german audience we go on a tour uh, <laughs> that was such a weird thing it really was like statistics tim and i have been stuck on that for a while it's like why are we like it, it, it showed a list of cities we're big in and there's ones we, we expected where we know people listen like uh, new, new york boise a few others and then hamburg apparently it's our second big, biggest city yeah yeah, I, I and, and like there are cities in Europe where if they popped up on our top listeners, I wouldn't be surprised because I have both of us have friends that live in uh-huh. several European countries. So it's like, hey, if if like if like Malmo showed up, I wouldn't be surprised because I know I have friends that listen to it in Sweden. 
it's just a matter of like Hamburg of all places. I have friends in a lot of Europe. I don't have any German so, friends. So however you fit, you found us, uh, we, 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 we love you. We're not complaining. We adore you deeply, especially for the sobering revelation you've given us that somehow the German audience yes. is our second biggest. <laughs> all right. It's these kinds of bizarre things in life that keep me motivated. So for our first uh, proper episode of 2023, we could talk about the... 50 major announcements Disney's had in the last week, but instead we're just gonna yeah. instead we're just gonna talk about trains. Yeah, the busiest week of my life in recent memory, and instead, and and this just happens to be when Disney announced literally everything. I can't believe my luck. I really can't. And we're not gonna talk about any of it. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> none of that is coming up ever again. Yes, uh, it's train it is. time. That's what really After matters. four, uh, nearly five long years, the Walt Disney World Railroad has finally reopened. Yeah, and originally I almost had an idea for for an intro gag on that, but I do think yours was really funny. I was gonna do. I was gonna say, uh, "Welcome back to Standby Line, the only podcast where, knowing our luck, the railroad will be closed again <laughs> by the end of this episode." I'll get them ideas. <laughs> But yeah, I such a long time in the railroad. The wait, oh god, we have so much to talk about with it too. It has been a series of events that has occurred. The traditional narrative is that Walt Disney made Disneyland because he was out with his daughters and they would go to the park and stuff and ride the carousel and stuff. And he always wanted there to be attractions where the families could enjoy them together instead of one like just for the kids. Uh, that's full of crap. Walt Disney made Disneyland because he loved trains. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it, I, I understand that we have to keep up a certain American dream family man kind of appearance of Walt, but no, this this dude was, this dude just really liked trains and really liked showing off, and I respect that. I came him. up came up with it, with this a while ago, and, and I made sure to remember it for. Walt Disney missed his true calling of being a late eighteen hundreds railroad robber baron. <laughs> I remember when you first told me that. I'm surprised you remembered that. Because you told me that, and the thing you said, right after you told me that joke, you went, remind me, I need to use that in the Railroad episode. made sure to keep in the back, back yeah, of my I head. head. I just want, <laughs> want to see if you do it. But yeah, Walt had a... This is just confirmation that Tim has had that joke running through his mind for like a year. Oh, and oh no, no, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't nearly that long. I, th- I think I texted you this like like a month ago. No, no, it was longer than that. What is time? What is it's time? It's been a couple of months, at least. <laughs> time's a social construct. Nobody cares. And if one of you STEM people tries to say, no, time's a very real thing, I don't care. You sound like a dork. <laughs> so Walt had a big model train in his backyard, which he called the Carewood Pacific. And he decided, you know what? This is fun, but we can go bigger. As is Disney tradition. And as such, railroads everywhere. Model trains just... And you know what? I'll I'll give it this. For how much didn't work at Disneyland on day one, the train sure did. I mean, could you imagine how it would have gone (laughs) if it didn't? Like, the opening of Disneyland was already a colossal nightmare. Imagine if the train didn't work. (laughs) Walt would have burned the place down for the end. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like, I, I'm pretty sure the train working was the only thing that kept Walt sane that day. Oh, what? There's, there's nothing in front. There's nothing in Frontierland and nobody will notice. How about you just ride the train? How about that? Yeah. Of course, there's something in Frontierland. The train goes through Frontierland. Uh, what more do you need? Exactly. I. It's like when I went to go ride it after it reopened and that guy wasn't smiling. I'm like, what more do you need in life but the, the, but the Walt Disney World do, do you need, do you, need a, do you need a futuristic train? Because we're going to put those in soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trains. Everywhere. Oh, you know what? If, if we're talking about trains, we can't not tell the story of the, fir- of the, first, mo- of the first monorail ride. This is a good time for that, isn't so it? So if you weren't aware... Uh... <laughs> Bob Gurr, a certified Disney Disney legend, I'm not just being hyperbolic, he is literally a, a Disney, Disney legend. No, he's literally and a Disney legend. just an yeah. all-around awesome person. He quote-unquote accidentally kidnapped Richard Dixon's. I don't blame him one bit. <laughs> On the Disneyland monorail. I mean, hey, there are weirder assassination eh, yeah. attempts, I guess. And <laughs> ones that that, that we're not nearly as close to to succeeding. Yeah. So for whatever reason, reason uh, Nixon was at the opening ceremony when Disneyland opened the railroad in uh, the monorail. I want to say it was fifty nine. I think because Nixon was still vice president then. Um. Yeah, I want to say it was fifty nine. Let me look. I like how I'm googling it. Nixon monorail incident. And I also want to point out that this is not something that Disney shies away from. This is this is very common knowledge. Like Disney, Disney has archived the heck oh, yeah. out of this story. <laughs> yeah, it was fifty. Yeah, so they go through the ribbon, ribbon cutting, and Nixon gets on the monorail, and so uh, Bob, Bob Gurr starts starts driving. None of the Secret Service is on the monorail with, with, with Nixon. <laughs> so Bob Gurr has just kidnapped the vice president of the United States. Eh, no great loss. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, honestly, I, I feel like we could just dedicate an entire episode to like weird historical events. Oh, yeah. Oh, we absolutely parts. can. I'll get to talk about the fact that I know way too much about the fact that the Beatles <laughs> broke up on property. That's always a good one. Or the other Nixon story on property. I'm gonna save that one for a rainy day. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was gonna make the joke, but you're already ma- making the joke in, in your in your head about about uh, two two times. So so we're just gonna move on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, trains. Yes, public transportation. So Disney naturally, uh, when Disneyland man moved east, Disney World op- opened with a uh, railroad of its own. Because did you really think it wouldn't? Like, like, yeah, sure. Walt was gone by the time Disney World had opened. But if they did anything to prevent that train from opening, you better believe his ghost would be back to haunt every single person involved in that decision. Which I kind of want 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 to see that time that time right now, just to see if it, just like to this. just to literally see Walt Dis- Walt Disney crawl out of his great great grave to throttle someone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like imagining Walt as like this super vengeful ghost because people keep screwing over his trains. But then you've got that that time of year where we get even more model trains on property because at Christmas several resorts put up model yes, trains. Yes, they do. 
And in the back of my head, I always wonder if it's just jokingly a little like tribute to appease Walt's spirit. Well, I mean, they had to do something because because I think if there were no trains at all on property for four years, that would have, that would have woke him up. Yeah, yeah, that would not have sat well. But yeah, the Disney World Railroad is finally reopened, and I thought we would get a better look at Tron. I really did. You do not get a very good look at Tron. Okay, so explain the uh, layout of the of the new track compared to the original, because obviously I I have not ridden it. It's more or less the same. The only massive difference is that Tomorrowland, you know, doesn't go exactly the same way it used to because now, I mean, you still see all the windows of like you're going above the shop and everything or uh, not above, but where you're going past everything in Tomorrowland and you where you're going through the big tunnel behind everything. I I confused it with the people mover when I talked about the windows in the shop. Um, More public transportation on property. Walt's a big fan of public transportation. I wish the rest of the country listened to that and not the the overbearing IP law thing. Oh, well. But as I was saying, where you go through the dark tunnel through most of Tomorrowland, but then instead of um, going around the loop to into Fantasyland, or not into Fantasyland, is it into Fantasyland? No, you'd, you'd be going back, back on the main street. Yeah, you are going back into Main Street at that point. The, the my memory of the railroad is more so just a collection of scenes that I more so have to like place in order every time yeah. I talk about the railroad. Um, but instead, when you come out of the tunnel, is instead of completing through Tomorrowland like you normally do, where it's all just kind of okay, we don't really have much we can show you right now. You'd go underneath Tron because Tron was built on top of where the old track was, and it's just a tunnel underneath Tron. You, if you turn around and if you're sitting at like the edge of a row, you can get a pretty good look back at Tron. But when you're coming up on it, you don't have a good look at it. And it's a tunnel that's closed off, so you don't get to look up into Tron. You have to look back at Tron. That's kind of annoying. It's like, okay. But um, I will say the big thing I was wondering about was the, was the new narration. There's a reason my joke was going to be about the railroad being closed again by the time we were done with this. Because they, it, it's going to need more updates. Because they still call it Splash Mountain. Ah, yes. That was a really weird choice, in my opinion. Is they still call it Splash Mountain. They still mention Rare Rabbit the whole nine yards. Uh, despite the fact that we grow closer and closer by the day to the day where Splash Mountain will no longer exist. It closed on like the 15th, I think, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, 23rd. It's the 23rd. So we've got like a week and a half left. But yeah, so that means by the time this goes live. Okay, yeah, so so, so by the time something goes, goes live, the Splash Mountain is, is literally only going to be up for another week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's still called Splash Mountain in the in the railroad. So I don't know if they were just doing that for the last week. And then they already have the new voice line recorded for the Bayou stuff, but it wasn't playing when I was there. Which is weird, because I was there literally last week. If I had to guess, I'd say it's probably easier to just keep referring it to it as Splash Mountain in the in- interim, so so that they don't give away any more details than what Disney has carefully curated that they want to give out. That's fair, yeah. So once once Tiana's opens, they may update it to say Tiana's. 
But I'm kind of wondering why they didn't just fill it with some interim fluff where it's not really about either ride. You know? Because you could cu- you could come up with more like narrative exposition about Frontierland to fill that section out with the not. You could, but I think it would also feel weird because everybody knows that you are still going through the through the the ride when you go to the Frontierland station. Yeah. So yeah, that's damned fair. if you do, damned if you don't. Fair enough. I, I think that's kind of the undercurrent for a lot of my feelings on the on the railroad now that it's reopened. They really didn't update it as much as I thought they would and as much as I thought they should. Because it is, I mean, I'm not complaining about the railroad, of course, because the railroad is great. It's just weird that, like, they've been taking strides to take out all these all these aged depictions of things, and, like, the the native village is still there. Huh. The narration for it and everything is still there, and I'm kind of like, huh. I really figured after everything they did, like the fact that like most of the Pocahontas scenes in Fantasmic, for example, were scrapped because, you know, like I said in the Fantasmic episode, Savages is just racist. Yeah, yeah and, and all the uh, changes they made to Jungle Cruise. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and, and then you ride the railroad and you still go through the village and I'm like, I guess it's technically a more positive depiction, but like, it's still a very outdated depiction. Does tie into my theory about Walt is, Walt is a, a robber baron, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of why I'm like, okay, maybe they didn't change it, because it is a more positive depiction for the sake that, like, the narrator refers to the people who live in the village as his friends, and he talks about how they're all really chill and they love crafting and trading and things like that, which I guess is better than savages, but... um. I don't know. It just feels really reductive. Well, I also haven't really seen seen anyone anyone talking talking about that scene scene in particular, like like from anyone who's ridden the updated railroad. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it was. Just, it, I, I don't think it's going to cause enough controversy to get it changed. It's just for me who sees the trend and how Disney's. It, it's a weird. Things, it's a weird anachronism now to see that not be updated. I was like, yeah, exactly. You see Disney have this trend of updating things to kind of pat to like patch out those representations. And then you see it in the railroad and you're like, you had four years to come up with something to fix this. Did it need fixing? Maybe not. It's debatable. I'm white. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the guy to make a stance on that. It's just something I thought would change and didn't. And I'm like, huh. Four years and they didn't change that. But otherwise, the railroad really didn't change a lot. And whether I like that or don't like that, I don't know yet. What would you have added, added, added to, to, to it to it if, if uh, you were changing it, though? Admittedly, at the very least, I would have changed out the uh, the layout of the Tron section. I I would have absolutely made it more of a hype piece for Tron. So, so would you have gone, gone around the edge of Tron instead of going under it? I probably would have gone under it, but I would have... I, I would still go... You can't go through it because then you run the risk of like there could be a very tragic yeah, yeah, that, accident that's out of the or question. something happened. But I feel like there were better ways to go about it than it being under a tunnel and not mentioned at all. So maybe you could go around the outside. What I probably would have done is at least had a ramp that kind of took you around the side of the of the mm-hmm. outdoor building of the dome 
covering it and everything. So you could at least get like a couple of good seconds where you get a really good view of the ride. Because I know the the joke of Tomorrowland is the fact that you don't really that that it's talking about the future and you don't really hear anything because they don't want to make a prediction yeah. about the future. Mm-hmm. I get that that's the joke. It's it's an all right joke. But at the same time, I feel like it, it makes more sense for Disney and it makes more sense for the kind of experience that the rest of the the railroad is to say something like, oh, yeah, and this is this is light cycle run, yada, 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 yada. It's so cool. Isn't that great? You should go ride it and spend all your money in the gift shop. I'm not a professional screenwriter. Hey, uh, you're close <laughs> enough for the record. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's pretty much a, that's pretty much an actionable script right there. If I do say so myself, but yeah, they just, they don't mention it at all, which feels really weird for the next big e-ticket attraction. Cause like they updated the uh, narration on the people mover a couple months ago to start to uh, talk about Tron. So for the railroad not to do it when it's going directly underneath it, I'm like, eh? I could even see them doing it going underneath it. Cause there are plenty of ways you could tie it's something from the Tron IP into the narration of that experience, like the fact that there is the robot that scans the train as it passes through one of the tunnels. You could just as easily have one of the characters show up, or one of the characters in the Tron IP come over the narration and kind of like mention like, oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is what's going on here, but they don't. Which it's kind of like, okay, that's that's wasted potential for an ad space. But then again, tomorrow, Tomorrowland's always been a rather unnotable portion of the railroad. You say it's wasted portion for an ad space, but when you put it like that, I think I'm kind of glad glad that that they didn't say, say anything because the railroad, despite being a quintessential part of the park, has always had a, for lack of a better of a of a more accurate term disconnect from the, from the rides in it even though like literally it does pa- pass through through some it just feels like this unifying force for the park for the park itself that doesn't really need to make direct comparisons to what's inside it yeah and i will say i i am also grateful that they didn't go the way of shoving tron down our throat i just i'm really surprised they didn't because that seemed like a really easy choice. And I, I... Maybe it's just me being slightly jaded. I don't think that was made out of an artistic integrity thing. I think it's just oversight. Possible, yeah. Because I don't think Disney would have turned... I, I don't think Disney would have turned down the option to plug Tron if they knew it existed. So I really don't know what happened there. All I know is I'm really surprised they didn't take that opportunity. And my dad was too, because my dad and I wrote it together when I got to. Well, it. we're saying this now in Jan- in January, January when Tron finally does open in a- a- April, they'll probably conveniently have added a section. Oh, hey, Tron! Tron's a new thing. Go ride it. Yeah, that's entirely fair. I could uh, we we could go back in a couple of months and be like, oh yeah, the narration's completely different, and Tron's mentioned now. Just like. Um, just like once Tiana's opened, of course, the Splash Mountain section will almost certainly change. And I assume somewhere on down the line, they'll probably take out the Indian Village segment. I don't know how soon that day will come. 
probably once they expand something out that way to make them have yeah. a reason to get rid of it. Like how they, they mentioned all those blue sky ideas for expansions to the park back at uh, D23. I still don't know how I feel about those park expansion ideas. Well, at the at the uh, rate we've been getting news news this week, we could very well hear about some soon. Yeah, yeah. They've been dropping so many announcements so quick lately. It wouldn't surprise me if if in a couple of days they're just suddenly like, oh yeah, uh, here's an entirely new land for Magic Kingdom we're planning. Maybe, maybe if we're lucky, they'll finally mention when they plan on being done with the construction at Epcot. <laughs> I mean, it's coming along. I, th- I think they're still aiming for 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 the end of twenty three. I don't put it past them. It's definitely it's definitely an attainable goal. I I could I would even argue they could be done by fall if they really wanted to be. But of course, I don't know how long they're working their contractors because I don't. I'm not keeping up with that. Right. Of course. Could I be? Absolutely. I know who to text to get that answer, but I'm not going to because that's <laughs> weird. Why would I be asking about what hours the contractors are working? I don't want to become a security risk. Look, I I, I know every every Disney podcaster is on a watch list somewhere. We just don't need 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 to have our place on the list bumped up. Yeah, exactly. I'm already in good enough with Disney security to stay off of that watch list. I I, I know I know there there are Disney cops listening to, listening to us, so so we don't need to get them more ammunition. Hi, Dad. Um. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how they're working the contractors, but like how we were talking about the monorails earlier on. Do you you want to like the monorail is to Epcot what the what the railroad is to Magic Kingdom in a sense? Because there is not a more definitive way to see Epcot than from the monorail doing the loop around Spaceship Earth. No, absolutely not. Which I mentioned after I rode the railroad was that we got on the monorail to head back to Epcot because that's where a reservation was. And I was like, yeah, I got to ride both the big important rides today, which is also why I saw the state all the construction is in, which yeah, it's coming along pretty well. I forgot they were doing Moana until I saw it under construction. Yeah, I, I saw a couple photos from not a couple weeks ago. That That's progressing a lot. Faster yeah, yeah it's, it's coming along real quick. But I, I just forgot in all the flurry of everything getting scrapped at Epcot that it was still happening. So I can't, so we, we were going by and I saw the heart of Tafiti and I went, huh? That exists? <laughs> oh, public transportation. How did yeah. Disney manage to get it right and everybody else get it so wrong? And speaking of public transportation, hey, there was going to be a, tra- a train from, from the airport for five minutes. Really? Oh, you, you, had, you hadn't heard about this? Like, there were plans for a train from MCO to, I believe the station was going to be Disney Springs that were, they were talking about it for a couple of months to, to be open in like 26, but they got, they got scrapped fairly quickly. But let me look. Cause I, it doesn't ring a bell off the top of my head. I'm sure, I'm sure you have. Oh, right. Cause wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Now that I'm seeing it. Yeah. I remember. Cause it was supposed to be a, a, a bright line from um sunrail which is very inside baseball for anybody that deals with public transportation in central florida uh if that doesn't mean anything else to anybody else if that doesn't mean anything to the rest of you it honestly shouldn't because nobody cares about it it doesn't mean anything to me exactly (laughs) not even the people of central florida care about sunrail half the time 
I've pissed off one person by saying that, but I, I don't care. They're probably like 70 years old and, and then spend most of their time uh, <laughs> we, uh, uh, weaving. So one of these days, one of these days we'll get a, we'll get a better train system. Uh, but if, if that is, is if that is you, thank you for listening to us while you're weaving. And I'm sorry, AJ pissed you off. Yeah. I, you know, I try to love Sunrail. I do. But it, uh, it's such a, it, it's such a non-factor in like everything ever. And that's just, that's just the shame of public transportation. And that's why I'm upset that Walt Disney managed to get it right and everybody else got it blatantly wrong. You do not, once you set foot on Disney property, you like simply do not need a car. Yeah, I don't think my family's used a car in like 15 years. Except like when when we're specifically going to visit family in in Tampa, then obviously we need need one. But like we would just rent it for, for for the day and give it right back. Yeah, so it, it's just you really, really, really don't need a car on Disney property once you park somewhere. Which is not to say that Disney Public Transit can't be annoying, but that's a topic for another day. And anyway, so yeah, oddly enough, enough though, the railroad itself, its main its main focus isn't really as transportation within the Magic Kingdom. Like there are stops in different lands, but most people get on the Main Street. Yeah. I will say that was something I was really surprised about when it reopened. And I, and I almost, I God, I'm going to sound like an old man when I say this, cause I'm going to, I'm going to go on like a back in my day kind of rant, aren't I? Writing it after it reopened, it feels like because it's been closed so long, there's like a whole subgroup of people that do not know how the railroad functions. So there are these colossal lines at all three stops because people want to get between stations. The person, the people behind us, when I was riding the the railroad, were talking about how long it was taking to get to Tomorrowland, and I and I fought every urge in my body not to turn around and be like, "You got on the wrong ride if you wanted to get somewhere fast." Oh yeah, no. If you want to get across the park, you walk. You ride the railroad because you want to ride the railroad. Yeah, it's like twenty five thirty minutes to do to do a full loop. Yeah, it's it's not, and that's not accounting for load times and everything. You go on the railroad for the vibes. That's it. Yeah, exactly. The railroad is just a vibe. That's that's all it is, and that's all it ever will be. Hopefully, barring the uh, the inevitable corruption of a of a greedy corporate system. Anyways, uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that uh, pans out in a few months. Yeah, I love the railroad. I really do. Yeah, I'm glad it's, it's reopened. Just- Four years was way too long. It's just weird seeing it back, you know. Yeah, it's like like you're looking at it and you feel like it's just gonna be gonna go away at any second. Yeah, it's like am I, am I supposed to be seeing this? Like I got so used to not seeing it that it's foreign again, and that's such a weird experience. And somewhere I know, like the back, it reopened head. kind of suddenly too. Like like I th- I think it reopened like two days before Christmas. Yeah, and they announced it the day before it reopened. <laughs> The, yeah, they just said the the it's going to reop- reopen very soon, and then the next day, oh yeah, it's open. Come on on. Yeah, exactly. It, and they didn't do much better on the cast side too, because that's why I was so blindsided by it. Yeah, like, like I remember that. I remember that first release saying that ca- ca- uh, cast member passes were were going 
uh, uh, previews were going to come soon, but but then no, nope, it's open to everybody. Yeah, exactly. There were no previews, no nothing. But normally, when things like that happen, they they usually put out like articles letting us know it's opening ahead of time. More so because it's like a celebration of the cast that's been working to get it reopened. Mm-hmm. And then this time, no, we just got what everybody got. Oh, it's going to reopen real soon. And then the next day, people were on it, and it was like, huh? We weren't informed of any of this. <laughs> That's a little too soon for real soon, don't you think? Especially right before Christmas. I envy anyone who left that day just because they had to get home for Christmas and like, oh, you just missed it. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, not, not envy. I, I feel very sorry for you. Yeah, we pity you. We really do. But man, I... I was like, no, I don't want to go to the parks for the holidays because we always go to Magic Kingdom for Christmas. And it's always a nightmare because it's so busy. And this year I stuck to my guns and I was like, I don't want to go to Magic Kingdom for Christmas. Can we please just spend Christmas at home? And then they announced the railroad was reopening. And I don't think I've ever screamed an expletive quite as loudly as I did in that moment. I was just like, you, why do you do this to me this one time? I mean, hey, I did still get to ride the train before we recorded this, which is why I'm kind of glad that we didn't get to actually record a new episode for the last episode. Yeah, I I think I think I think you said you got on like just after I put put the put the last one up. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of days after. So, I mean, we could have talked about it, but but. But, but, but now I can talk about it more, and I can talk about how surprised I am that they barely changed anything. Like I said, I don't know if it's a good surprise or a bad surprise. Part of me wishes they changed more. Part of me wants it to stay the same forever. I wish more of the common populace realized that sometimes it's okay if things stay the same forever. I'm not going off on on the subtangent that I was thinking about earlier today that spurred that. But it's there. There's a tangent there somewhere. Yeah. I was watching the A-Team again. That was the tangent. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I love formulaic stuff. Formulaic stuff is great if you're in the mood for it. I think that's going to about do, do it for the uh, train. Uh, next time, tier list three. Ooh, baby! You've yes. It. So for the Dece- so for the December viewer poll, uh, we're going back to back to back to a, back to a tier list, and more importantly, we're going back to the die destiny because we got another tie. Oh boy! What's the tie this time? So uh, we ranking uh, uh doing it uh ranking uh food offerings in the parks, and it's, we got a tie between Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's that's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. Those are <laughs> the two those are the two hard parks to do that on too. Mm. Especially Epcot. Because then we have to get into the whole festival debacle and it's like hmm. Uh we'll 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 figure out if we can't those or, or not or not. We'll, but yeah, uh... we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Because we're not doing all the semantic rule working to figure out if we're counting the festivals now. We'll decide like 10 minutes before we record. Yeah, exactly. And I'll throw out three pages of my non-existent 20 pages of notes. (laughs) Uh, But until then, we'll see you real soon.
Toodles.